From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Friday, October 7th. I'm Sarah Reif. Members of the rapidly dwindling cannabis community showed up en masse at the Board of Supervisors meeting this week to speak about the hardships of the market, the recommendations of the Cannabis Ad Hoc Committee, and a proposal to limit the Cannabis Equity Grant Program. Dozens of cannabis business people in yellow t-shirts waited in the hallway outside the Board of Supervisors chambers on Tuesday afternoon as the board held an extended closed session that lasted until after 3 o'clock p.m. Monique Ramirez, a farmer and policy advocate for the Mendocino Cannabis Alliance, had driven down from Covalo a week before she was due to give birth to her second child. And this is a gorgeous fall day. Uh, It looks like about 30, 35 people are um, not harvesting today, but how is harvest going right now and how's the market? Well, our harvest is going wonderful, especially with the great weather we've had. I'm so glad that it's not raining right now, otherwise I don't think anybody would be here. Um, And the market, that's a whole other story. (laughs) Not doing so great. So I was just talking to someone who said that she'd been offered three fifty a pound, tried to hold out for four, and is um, now kind of regretting that, that, that she didn't accept a price that would have just been dirt weed a few years ago. Yeah, we're an outdoor farm, so we really are still trying to struggle to uh, sell our cannabis from 2021, and we've put stuff into packaging as a way to pivot from the wholesale market because we can't survive on those prices as a specialty cottage. Um, that's the smallest license type. So for us, like two to $300 a pound does not work when you're yielding maybe 80 to 100 pounds max. Ramirez told the board that the reason she's such a staunch legal policy advocate is that she was raided years ago. She was harmed by the war on drugs, which makes her eligible for a cannabis equity grant. The much-delayed program was the subject of a grand jury report this year. This week, Supervisor Ted Williams sponsored an item proposing that staff limit the program to legitimate government purposes and to void any program elements found to be impermissible under federal law. The grant guidelines are set by the state. The item was not accompanied by explanatory materials, which was frustrating to some of the leading cannabis advocates in the room. Supervisor John Haschek didn't think the feds were much of a threat. We've been into this program for two years, and so what is the concern right now? You know, I don't hear that the feds are coming. You know, we can't even get the, the federal government to deal with our, the cartel growers in this county. In a brief interview after the meeting, Supervisor Ted Williams, who sponsored the item, said that he's been asking county council for a long time if the grant program is legal or if it exposes the county to legal liability for violating federal laws about cannabis cultivation. It appeared on this week's agenda because I finally got a different answer, he said. He was particularly worried that it's currently permissible to use grant funds to pay the startup costs of cannabis businesses. County Council Christian Curtis insisted on getting majority board approval before he would answer the question of whether or not grant applications are in keeping with federal law. After a three-vote approval with Supervisors Dan Jurdy and Maureen Mulhern dissenting, he offered his opinion. With respect to um, whether the activities that were to be funded by the grant programs are compliant with federal law, no. The activities that are to be funded are the cultivation of cannabis. The cultivation of cannabis remains unlawful under federal law. 
the review that my office conducted was for the purposes of determining whether or not the applications met the requirements of the grant program and state law. Those that went through, uh, we did believe, uh, met those requirements and um, uh, were consistent with the statute, the guidance put out by, um, uh, by the state, et cetera. Whether the underlying grant program is consistent with federal law, um, I can't say that it is. But Hannah Nelson, an attorney with 30 years experience in cannabis and criminal law, offered a history lesson on the county's original permitting program, originally enacted in 2008, which sought to regulate cannabis cultivation locally in contravention of federal law. The feds came in and threatened to, to intervene with the county for starting a permitting program. And that's why that program shut down. But the specific reason was because at the time, that was under Prop 215, and the state of California basically only had the Attorney General's guidelines, which were pretty loosey-goosey. And the Fed said, when California enacts a complete, robust, regulatory system, then we'll back off. Nelson opined that the risk of running afoul of federal regulations is minimal at best and that if county council thought differently, he should have addressed it long ago. This is an issue without a problem, okay? And it has been decided by the courts, by the annual budget, and it is so far beyond the scope. And it is, in my opinion, and I, I, I respect County Council Curtis, but this is malpractice, legal malpractice, to not have raised this issue if it was of a concern when your office has reviewed every single equity grant contract, and in fact, a lot of the bottleneck and a lot of the delay was because everything was being reviewed by your office and new issues kept coming up all of a sudden. The board decided four to one with Hascheck dissenting to continue adhering to the state's requirements for the current round of cannabis equity grants and to seek an outside legal opinion about federal liability for the next round of equity grant funds. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org.